All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, Uncle Bobby's got a bag of peanut M&Ms to enjoy. I got college game day on in the background. Buddies all over the fucking place. Let's do this. Now, gang, the only thing that today's topics are going to have in common is that they've got nothing in common. Just one of those hodgepodge kind of Saturdays where I saw a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I made it back to the gym. I was able to exercise on the bike for 40 minutes to loosen up this bad hip. But you know how it works in Uncle Bobby land. Uncle Bobby saw some shit. And now Uncle Bobby's got to rant about some shit. Now getting the first one up as Bubba and Papa are playing outside. This one takes me back because this is a conversation that eclipses even my time period. I'm not even that old. And that is women and their sexuality. The age-old saying holds true. If a guy has sex with 10 girls, he's the biggest stud muffin that has ever stud muffined. If a girl has 10 sexual partners, just like the guy, she is a slut that is beyond redemption. Right? It, it is the most ridiculous double standard there is. Yeah. Fellas, I don't know how to tell you guys this. Women like sex. Yes, some more than others. And you know what? There is absolutely nothing wrong with that at its foundation. It's just not. So, stop all the extreme bullshit. Shut up. Right again, when the girl has that much sex, we talk about daddy issues and she's broken and what went wrong with her in her life and no one and so forth. But when a guy does it, high five. Now, gang, the reason why this one made the hit list other than this was just stinking hilarious, this video. I told you, I was raised religious. And we got all the talks that you guys are thinking of. And plus a couple more that you had no idea existed. And while I was being recruited to go to college... I told you, I had some success playing high school football. So with the exception of the Ivy Leagues, I pretty much could have gone anywhere. One of the schools on my list was actually Brigham Young. And some of y'all right now are rolling your eyes. Let me tell you something. In the 80s and in the 90s, you could not have a legit top 10 or top 15 discussion without talking about Lavelle Edwards and the Brigham Young Cougars. You couldn't do it. There were Brigham Young, Texas, Miami, Florida State, Penn State. There were about five to ten schools that were just straight up linebacker you. That if you saw a linebacker playing football in the NFL 30, 40 years ago, chances are he went to one of these schools. Brigham Young was on that list, gang. So I was like, uh, where do I sign? I BS you not when I tell you I was this close to becoming a Brigham Young Cougar. I was. And I loved my recruiting coach, Claude Bassett. I, he had this kind of this voice and he always called me big man. Hey, how you doing there, big man? And my mom loved him. He was funny. Turns out he was an absolute asshole. <laughs> but yeah, that's an old other story. And they realized that I, I was probably going to go. Right? It was like, where do I sign? 
And gang, to their credit, to their credit, it's there's no bait and switch, right? They're, they are very upfront about their morality code. And it's like, before you sign an NCAA letter of intent, you have to sign this morality code. It's not like they get you there for a semester. I'm like, ooh, by the way. No, they're very upfront about it. Gang, I read that damn morality code, and it is quite literally four pages of what it is you can't do. And of course, what, I'm breaking one of the rules right now. As I just spit. Chocolate. You can't eat chocolate. You want to know why? It's a stimulant. Chocolate, coffee, soda. You can't have it. And of course, the one that you're thinking of, sex. You can't have sex. Now, gang, pretty much everything on that list, I was already not doing. I wasn't. I was like, there's no way I'm signing a piece of paper that's going to say I'm not going to try it. I'm like, no, fuck that. Gang, when I read the part about their sexual morality code, I was like, I was out. That's what made me not go. Long story short, me and Susie Q. More times than not, it's the fact that we turned ourselves in. That's how hard they lay the guilt down. But either me and Susie Q get caught having sex, or more than likely, we turned ourselves in. On the first offense, we both get a finger wagon. We, we get a warning. The second time, me and Susie Q get caught slash turn ourselves in for having sex. I still get a warning. Susie Q gets written up. The third time that me and Susie Q get caught or we turn ourselves in, Susie Q loses like a semester or an entire year at Brigham Young. You're out. You know what I get? I still get a warning. Gang, the fourth time that me and Susie Q get caught having sex or turn ourselves in, Susie Q is kicked out of Brigham Young. You know what I get? Another warning. I'm not bullshitting you. By the time you guys hear the stories about a Brigham Young football player, I think the last one that made the news was a basketball player. By the time the guy is getting disciplined, he's probably on his 10th offense of this morality code, right? Again, we, we punish women for wanting sex. But then, especially now in the day and the age of the internet, we also punish women for not being good at it. Like, why are you not like, you know, Lisa Ann or Osir Kier or Gianna Michaels? I know fuck faces. No one knows who it is that I just said. Shut the fuck up. Yes, you do. Back on topic. And I think about my religious upbringing. And I heard all the bullshit. Where we didn't make these comparisons for boys. We only did it for girls. Fellas. Do you really want. When you go and buy a pair of shoes. Don't don't you love the that new shoe smell. There's no creases on the shoes. The shoelaces are nice and sharp. Or do you want a pair of shoes. That five dozen guys have already worn before you. It stinks. The tongue is barely hanging on. You're on like your ninth pair of shoelaces because all the other ones snapped. You've cleaned shitty yards with them. You've mowed the yard. You've exercised. There's no amount of washing that'll get that nasty 
fucked up ass smell. Do you want the new shoes or do you want the old used shoes? If someone offers you a piece of gum, don't you want that piece of Wrigley Spearmint gum that you and only you have chewed? Or do you want the piece of gum that's stuck underneath the fucking desk that 900 people have already chewed and then they just discarded it by putting it someplace where no one's... That's what we said, gang, about females and their sex. None of this was for the boys. It was just for the girls. Now, again, I'm a middle-aged man, and the people in this video, they're in their 20s. I guarantee it. My point is, we're still having this discussion. How sad is that? Now, gang, I don't know this woman's name, but henceforth, we will simply call her. Oh, oh, gang, holy crap. So my parents' alma mater is plain. Southern versus Jackson State. You know Uncle Bobby is watching that. Jackson State is where Deion Sanders is coaching. Oh, I'm tuning in. I'm tuning in. But do you guys know that there's a scholarship that we set up in my mother's name? Even in death, mom is still helping other people. It's still hard to believe. It really is. The Reed Leonard Memorial Scholarship. It's still so weird to say that out loud, right? The, the, the people that will benefit. Yeah, they, 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 they've never met my mom, right? But hey, that's what you do. But where, the, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, this. All right. I don't know this woman's name, but. Henceforth, she shall be known as Prince Diana from Themyscira. Gang, if there is a bigger intellectual double-leg takedown, you, you need to show me. You need to hit me up in the description, in the comments. These people are young enough to be my kids, and this ridiculous-ass talking point about can a woman be sexual, apparently still a topic of conversation. So, gang, that is belt, hashtag unprofessional. Let's just cue this nonsense up, and let's let Princess Diana just kick the actual factual. You guys ready? Let's roll the tape, I hope. Come on. Come on. Okay. And care about a woman's body count. Do you? People actually care about... Why do you think men care about a woman's body count? Do you? People actually care about that shit? Men in general. <laughs> if a man is fucking asking me a body count, he can get fucked. Who gives a fuck? Oh my god, that's so stupid. People actually ask that shit? Yes. You Okay, well then you're talking to the wrong man. If a man is ever asking you about your body count, you're talking to the wrong man. And he can get fucked. Like, that's so fucking stupid. So, get fucked. So, can I ask you this then? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, what do you think about the analogy if... One key can open many locks. It's known as a master key. As opposed to if you have a lock that can be opened by any key, it's a shitty lock. I think that if a, if a woman is an analogy to you, then you're not fucking ready to be talking to a woman. And you should probably get fucked. So if a woman is a key to you, talk to your mom. Talk to your sister. Talk to your cousin. I don't know. Get a real fucking life. And get fucked. Thank you.
and a woman is not a key. Thank you. Pause the tape, gang. That was 60 seconds of absolute greatness. I didn't want to interrupt anything. We're going to go back and break down what Princess Diana from Themyscira just said. But it was like when I reviewed that video by Anna Kasparian on the Young Turks. What could I add to that? Not a thing. Not a damn thing. Nothing at all. But we're going to break this down. But that was the most phenomenal thing. And it had to come out of a woman's mouth. Now, it's my only job is to back that up because she nailed it, gang. She absolutely nailed it. So, let, let's start from the top. You guys ready? Roll the tape. Why do you think men care about a woman's body count? Pause the tape. Let me answer that question right there. If you find a man that is concerned about, and I just had to find out what this is because I'm middle-aged, body count is how many sexual partners you've had in your past. If you find a man that is worried about that as this dude, it's because he is cripplingly insecure. That's it. End the date. That, that, that's it. Unless you have a fetish, which is a whole nother conversation. Unless you have a fetish. Is this thing on? Yeah. Then, no, there, there's no reason to ask about your, your partner's sexual past. Or at least in terms of, look. If we're talking about diseases, that's something else. But if you just simply want to know so you can judge your female partner, you're, you are cripplingly insecure. And fellas, I'm calling you out. If that is your stance, you are thinking one thing and one thing only. And that is, I wonder which one of those guys' dick was bigger than mine. I guarantee it. Go fuck yourself. So, the question is effed up. So, from this Robert versus probably 20 year old Robert, which again, I've never really dealt with jealousy. Maybe I need to learn how to get some because maybe my life would be a little bit different. But you had sex before me? No, as far as that, that's just BC before Chris. Okay, I hope it was good. Yeah, way to go, right? So again, I just had to answer that question before Princess Diana from Themyscira knocked it out of the park. Roll the tape. You? People actually care about that shit? Men in general. <laughs> if a man is fucking asking me a body count, he can get fucked. Pause the tape. Couldn't agree more, Princess Diana. Again, let, let me <laughs> let, let me let me interject a little bit what this dude is trying to say, whether he realizes it or not. Not men, little boys. Little boys care about what you did sexually before you got to them. Right? Again. Fetishes and stuff like that, that's a different discussion. But if you are simply asking so that you can judge her morality or some crap like that, you are hung like a grade school eraser and you've got no skills in bed. Right? And how does that even come up? I I, I personally have never asked that question. Mainly because I don't care. I, I just assume who I'm with. You've had sex in the past and I truly hope you enjoyed it. I do. <laughs> right? I hope he knocked the bottom out of it. Or if you go both the ways, I hope she knocked about. Oh, yeah, I hope you have threesomes of that major. App. Whatever you want to do is whatever you want to do. But again, if you if you are honestly asking on that level, it's because you are cripplingly insecure. And you are not a man, you are a little boy. Alright? Roll the tape. Come on. Who 
gives a fuck? Oh my god, that's so stupid. People actually ask that shit? Yes. You, okay, well then you're talking to the wrong man. If a man is ever asking about your body count, you're talking to the wrong man, and he can get fucked. Like, that's so fucking stupid. So, get fucked. So, can I ask you this, son? <laughs> uh, sure. So, what do you think about the analogy if one key can open many locks, it's known as a master key, as opposed to if you have a lock that can be opened by any key, it's a shitty lock? I think that if a, if a woman is an analogy to you, then you're not fucking ready to be talking. Pause your tape. Princess Diana, I, I'm actually sorry that I am talking while you are preaching because you're perfect. You're absolutely perfect. And she's right. If a woman is an analogy to you, you are not ready to be in a relationship with a woman. Again, I grew up with this and I'm looking at both of them and not nary one of them is 30 years old, which means... This archaic-ass mindset that predates me even, it's still going on today. If a woman is an analogy to you, like she said, you aren't ready to be in a relationship with a woman. Because that is exactly what we were taught. We were women, little girls back in my day that ended up being teens, young women, grown-ass women. We literally compared them to shoes. We compared a woman. So basically speaking, if you are a woman with a sexual appetite of any kind, you were that used shoe. You were dirty. You smelled bad. Your shit was falling apart. That's what we compared you to. None of that was ever for the boys. It was only for the girls. So again, I'm going to let her wrap this up. But again, she's absolutely right. If a woman is an analogy to you, you are not ready to be with a woman. Roll the tape. You knew a woman, and you should probably get fucked. So if a woman is the key to you, talk to your mom. Talk to your sister. Talk to your cousin. I don't know. Get a real fucking life. And get fucked. Pause the tape. You know what? Pause the tape in the tape. Princess Diana from Themyscira, thank you so much. But we're ending it there because I like what she said. Talk to your mom. Talk to your cousins. Talk. I told you guys, the topic of porn is infinitely more interesting to me than the actual product. And I can't remember <clears throat> which actress it was, but they were interviewing a bunch of adult stars, and it was like, does your family know that you do porn? And, of course, you got all the uh, different answers, and the majority of them were yes, they know, and yes, they're supportive. And I can't go, who was it? But this lady was infinitely closer to her grandmother. So she was like, yeah, I have to tell my grandmother that I'm an adult film star. And the grandma was like, oh, yeah, you know, that's it. And they started talking a little bit about what this actress does. And she was like, yeah, grandma, I do that. I do that. And I get one of the, and I guess she was trying to cut the grandma off. Just like, I really don't want to talk about the details with my grandmother. And he's like, yes, I also do anal on camera, grandma. And you know what the grandmother's response was? I lied to you not because I laughed my ass off. You're like, oh, well, sweetie, I used to take it in the butt myself. Right? She was like, grandma. <laughs> right? My point is, this is why it ended it on that note because it doesn't get any better. Thank you, Princess Diana. 
Fellas, if you're one of these fuck faces sitting here making these comparisons, these bad analogies, she's right. Go ask your mother. Go ask your cousins, your sister. I can all but guarantee you the, 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 the behavior that you are giving the finger to, you are related to someone who has acted that out. And you know what? It doesn't make them a bad person. It makes them a sexual person, right? Then again, again, let's wrap this shit up because I can go all day on this one. Fellas, if your girl is good in bed, how do you think she got that way? Right? And again, her past has got nothing to do with you. Nothing. Now, again, if you want to talk about it because of fetishes and stuff like that, that's a whole nother discussion. But if you're simply asking so you can judge her morality, go fuck yourself, <laughs> right? The world is better when everyone is busting a nut. So if you are really going to sit there and ask based on that bullshit-ass standard, she's right. Princess Diana from Themyscira is absolutely right. And that is, if that's your mindset, you are not ready to be in a relationship with a real woman. Now, gang, let's move along. And I can get what what day is complete when I don't talk crap about fuckface Frank Turk, right? I told you the the single most. Let's just get this thing queued up. The single most infuriating of all the Christian apologists, in my opinion. He is garbage. Now, gang, I think I've talked about this video, this particular video before, but it's a reoccurring thing. So when I was on the bike, this one just popped up in my feet. I was like, we're going to do it. It's this thing about, I, I was the only, and again, fuckface Frank Turk is an American who lives in America who does these videos on American college campuses, right? I was actually talking to someone near and dear not too long ago, and we were laughing because we were talking about expectations. For the most part, do you guys know who tells boys and young men that you have to have a 13-inch horse cock and that's when it's flaccid? That you have to have a 13-inch horse cock to please a woman? You know who normally tells other men that? Men, do you know who normally tells women that you can't have any gray hair, no stretch marks, if your bra and panties don't perfectly match, his dick won't get, do you know who for the most part tells women that? Other women. Yeah, neither one of those happens to be true. Yeah. My point is, do you know who sees Christian persecution and tells Christians that they're being persecuted? Other Christians. Because that's not reality. Christians, again, you, you, you guys run this joint. Fucking enjoy it. And me personally, I am glad that you guys are the majority. Because if you think that this is difficult, holy shit. Again, you would not last a second walking a mile in someone else's shoes. But it's the same storyline, right? Did you guys vote yet? About to belch. Titus Belch, hashtag a professional. 
All right, so I started doing this before 11 a.m. Take out your non-existent voting apps right now. This thing was filled to the brim. This is either lemonade or it is not lemonade. Cast your votes, bag on Dabik. King, I like my new setup. I'm all over the place. Who gives a shit? Let's do this. Again, the only people who see Christian persecution in America are other Christians. And it makes me think of a... Uh, my brain just farted. Where was I? No, okay, here we go. Good job, alcohol. Okay. And again, it, you guys are stuck to this same script that no one has it harder than Christians, the blase and the fucking glavenoids. You know, you guys are the persecuted class, and that's what you stick to until it's time for you guys to get your way. Then what do you say? We're the majority, and blah, 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 70% of America's Christian. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. So... The, the title of this video is When Co-Workers Mock You for Being a Christian. Where is this place? Where is this place, Christians? I want to know because I want to go there. Are you guys ready? Let's just roll the date. Oh, roll the date. Turn the volume down. Okay. So I work in a grocery store in a small department um, and like a staff of five and I'm part of the five, so I guess four. Um... So I'm the only Christian in there, and uh, a lot of them tell me... Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself, kid. I don't buy that. I, I hear that online all the time. I hear it in my personal life. I hear it in my professional life. I was the only Christian at work. I was the only Christian at school. Where? Where is this place? Where is this mystical, magical, beautiful place where I can go where the overwhelming majority of people don't believe that a teenage girl who's never gotten dicked down, it didn't get pregnant. Where is this place? Where is this wonderful place where your, your underlying thought on humanity is that we are fucked up and we are worthy of torture? I want to go there. Where is this place, Christians, that you always talk about where you are the only ones that believe that you're so wretched that someone had to be murdered on your behalf. And the only way that you can be slightly kind of but not really whole is to commit cannibalism and vampirism. Where is this place? But again, I was the only Christian there. No, you weren't, kid. No, you were not. You got just roll the tape. Department, um, and like a staff of five, and I'm part of the five, so I guess four. Um, so I'm the only Christian in there, and uh, a lot of them tell me like they're depressed or they have no hope. So I try to be a light and offer, okay, let's go get the coffee and like. Pause the tape. This is not going to last. You're the only Christian there. Let's get another game on. He's the only Christian there and everyone comes to him and say they're depressed and they have no hope. Christian, just so you guys know, oh, Ohio State gang, Ohio State versus Penn State. One, the answer is yes. I could have attended both of those schools. Let's watch that one. Okay, where was I? Back on this fuck face. Back on topic.
Christians, go get another script. He's the only Christian there, and everyone else is depressed. And again, oh, I don't believe in a God. I mean, why should I live another five minutes? I mean, I should. Right? Again, it's like Daily Disciple. I, I've done videos on him to where he will sit there. And I remember one in particular. It was this coffee shop scenario. And him and another Christian were sitting there reading the Bible. And I'm not joking when I say he described this big, burly, the guy's beard was all kinds of not unkept. And he was mean. And he walks up. It's like, what, are you reading the Bible? I think maybe he hocks a loogie and spits it on one of their faces. Then he slaps the other one. Then, you know, takes their Bible, starts ripping it up. And I don't believe in your God. Stop. Every single last one of these scenarios, Paul Washer, I've done a story on him. The guy is monotone. And I don't know how he has an audience. And he will tell you that you're going to burn in hell. Mm, aren't you afraid? Shouldn't you be a Christian now? And even Paul Walsh was describing this fucked up ass non-existent scenario. And I remember he was on an airplane. And he started talking to the person next to him about Christianity. And of course it was in eight years being all kinds of hostile and all kinds of crap. And so he's like, then I just stopped because I mean... What would I be like if I kept pressing the topic? Because I want to be just like Jesus. And when they deboarded the plane, he wanted to go find the atheist to apologize because I'm a Christian and I'm always in the wrong. And, you know, I just wanted to apologize. And I know I'm the wrong person to be saying this. But you know where the atheist was? He was in the bar getting fucked up. Right? But again... Christians, no wonder you guys win all the debates. He's going to sit here and paint all the non-believers. We were depressed. I just, I don't know what to do. I've got no guidance. Gang Ohio State just missed a field goal. I'm actually rooting for Penn State. I tell you what, let's just roll the tape. You know, try to make God, like, a center of the conversation. Yeah. And just throughout time, it's just become very hostile, and I... It's gotten to the point where, like, I don't, like, it was, my light was dimming, I guess you would say. Pause the tape. Kid, do us all a favor and stop using English words out of your mouth. I, I can all but guarantee you guys, none of that story is true. Absolutely none of it. Zero percent of it is true. I don't buy it. I do not buy it. He was the only atheist and all, uh, he was the only Christian and everyone else, they mocked him, but they're depressed and blah, 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 blah. Now they're mocking him. Okay, let's talk about the mocking thing. If I've said it once, I'll say it again. Christians, if you don't want to be mocked, stop having mockable beliefs. I don't apologize for that. Virgins don't get pregnant. You're a grown up. Noah's Ark not only did not exist, it can't exist. The, the Jesus account, again, I will spot you that Jesus was real. I will spot you that he has homies and everything else. But he was brutally tortured and then he was executed. You know what happens when people are brutally tortured and they're executed? They die. You know what they don't do? 
They don't know like an Obi-Wan Kenobi some shit and a big boulder moves over and then they eagerly float up to heaven. Those are mockable beliefs. You know how I know I'm right? Because when you guys hear the foundational beliefs of uh, any other religion, you mock them. Hindus believe, is it Hindus or Muslims? One of those cats believes that angels are blue. I had a Christian laugh in my face on how ridiculous that was. Muslims believe that some dude got on the back of a winged horse and floated his monkey ass to the moon. Hiya! Karate chopped the moon in fucking half. Christians, you would mock that. Just like we mock your stuff. You're not special. You think you, like my grandmother used to say, ain't no one in this house above an ass whooping. Nobody. Nobody. Christians, your, your, your beliefs are not beyond ridicule. You think they are, but they're not. We're not making it through this tape, gang. Roll the tape. I don't know. Like it, uh, it started affecting me, so I kind of took a break from them and stopped talking to them and hanging out with them outside of work. And it was getting hostile at work. Like, they would make comments like, oh, do you talk to God? And I would be like, yeah. And they would be like, um, oh, you need to see a psychiatrist and stuff like that. So, like, um, I just started getting, like, attacked, persecuted at work. Pause and take. Oh, we're going to touch on that. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. The, the God proposition is only a pronoun away from being the dumbest shit you've ever heard. Uh, dear God, I just want to pray for strength. Even atheists. If that happens out in public, we, we you don't blink twice. Now, put the name James in. Hey, James, I just want you to watch over me. And, and you sit here and you listen to someone have a full-blown, full-blown, voice just cracked, a full-blown conversation with someone named James, but no one's there. You'd call 911. Gang, true story. I remember I went on a vacation to New York. I I, I don't travel much. I don't. <laughs> and it was a culture shock. And gang, nobody. And I remember that. I just built hashtag and professional. I got off the plane. Was it a subway? I'm trying to remember. I, it was so long ago, these memories are blurred. But there was a dude. And I'm not, I'll never I'll never forget. He was like, yo, man, you spit on me. I'll stomp a nigga out. Man, you spit on me, motherfucker. Blah, blah, blah. No one was looking, but I'm just sitting here and I was like. Okay, it didn't take long. Do you know who he was talking about? Do you know who spat on him? Himself. Yeah. He was threatening to kick his own ass. If he spat on himself. I've got no jokes about that. That man was not okay. He didn't have a home. It was obvious. And he threatened to beat himself up. If he spat on himself again. If anyone saw that scenario. We would say. That person needs help. But if someone sat there. Again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I'm alive. And I'm a. I'm a sinner and I deserve to be tortured forever. I mean, you should throw me in a lake of fire and torture me because that is how bad that I am. And you should just torture me. But you know what? 
You were so kind that you came down in human form. I mean, and you murdered yourself. You sacrificed to yourself. You sacrificed yourself to yourself to create loopholes for rules that you created. Now, hold on. Let me just. Oh, oh, oh. I just rolled around in your blood and nom, 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 nom. I just ate your flesh. Can I come and party in your palace now? Nobody blinks an eye when people say that, right? What else did you hold on? I want to make sure I get all this. Oh, you got, roll the tape. Oh, do you talk to God? And I'd be like, yeah. And they would be like, um, oh, you need to see a psychiatrist and stuff like that. So like, um, I just started getting like attacked, persecuted at work. So I just stopped talking. Pause the tape. I got attacked and persecuted at work. Christians, you have no idea what attack and persecuted means. You just don't. I can all but guarantee if any portion of this story is true and you're telling people who don't believe as you do, people who may be gay, they may be trans, all that good stuff, and you're sitting there telling them you're all kinds of fucked up. But the good news is if you just stop being your authentic self and follow Jesus, you're going to be okay. And when they tell you, you know what, kid, do me a favor. Go fuck yourself. I'm fine as is. And I don't need your help. You want to know why? Because I don't need help. I'm fine being gay. I'm fine that I'm trans. You have a problem with it. I don't care. You know what, kid? I'm old enough to be your dad. I was a Christian longer than you've been alive. I've read the Bible. I preach everything. And you know what? I've come to the conclusion that it's all sitting on some bullshit. Well, I mean, if you just turn back to God, you won't be tortured forever. Kid, that's a threat. And I need you to shut the fuck up. Now he gets to go and talk to fuckface Frank Turk and talk about how he was attacked and how he was persecuted. Christians, you don't know what that means. What you call persecution, we call self-defense. I know you think this is the kindest message, we take it as insults. You wouldn't last five seconds as someone else. Roll the tape. We're not making it through this. To them as much. And um, one of the girls, she doesn't have a lot of friends. So I, I still try to be there for her. But it's so hard for me to be a light because... <laughs> Sorry, hiccup. Oh. <laughs> it's hard for you to be... Pause the tape. What an, what an, assu what an assumption you're making, kid. I'm trying to be a light for her. Who the hell says you were a light? I know your Bible says it, and we don't care. I'm trying to be a light. You're, you're trying to be Captain Save-A-Ho. One, what makes you think she needs to be saved? Two, what makes you think she's a hoe? Right? I'm trying, I'm trying to be a light for her. Tin Buck says she did not ask. But this is what happens when your beliefs... Do not align with morality. Christians, again, I know you think that you're out here trying to save the day, but you're not. It, uh, you think you're, this is the kindest message? We just think you're talking shit. Roll the tape. The light, because um, it's just, they don't agree with anything. They just laugh at me. Like when I talk about the Bible, they'll, they'll laugh at me and uh, just make me feel like I'm crazy and like I'm talking about fairies and pixie dust. <laughs> 
I just, it's just hard for me. I don't know what to do anymore. Like, she's depressed, has no friends, so I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. Like, uh, listen, pause the tape. We're not even going to get to the part where they answer the question. If that young lady is actually depressed, she does not need a pastor. She needs a psychiatrist. She does. If she is actually depressed, she needs to take real world steps to solve real world problems. All the prayers and Bible verses, stop it. Honestly and truly, stop it. So that's what I'll say about that. They make me sound like I'm talking about fairies and stuff like that, because you are. To us, you are. Just like you dismiss everyone else's claim. You know what? Pause the tape in the tape. Just like you guys, Christians, you dismiss everyone else's stuff, that's how we feel about yours. Muhammad riding pretty much Pegasus to the moon and axe kicking, then hammer fisting that shit and the moon split in half. Everyone would agree that that sounds ridiculous. Well, Christians, you guys believe some dude got into a wizard's duel. Then he took a staff, put that stuff in the Red Sea and the entirety of the Red Sea Split the fuck in half. How you feel about Muhammad riding a winged horse is how we feel about your stuff. No, I'm, I'm expecting an important phone call. I want to make sure I didn't miss it. No gate back on top. I should probably put this thing here. Let's go. That's how we feel about your stuff. To wrap this portion up, again, all this garbage about you guys feeling persecuted and the blase and the glavenoids and the whole BS that some way, somehow, all these stories always end up being, you are the only Christian at work. You are the only Christian at school. Where? Where is this place? I will pick up and move today. Because again, and I've heard the rebuttals. You know, why, why don't you make videos on Muslims? Because they leave me alone. Jews don't knock on my door. Hindus don't stand outside my grocery door, my grocery store and literally call me a sodomite faggot. They tend to leave me alone. Christians, they get, where is this place? It's definitely not the Bible Belt. Right? So again, you guys want your cake and eat it too. But again... Just like boys telling other boys, you got to be hung like a fucking prehistoric monster. Girls telling other girls, if you don't look like a porn star or a Barbie doll, no one's going to want you. Neither one of those propositions is true. Just like here, the only people who see Christian persecution and tell Christians that they're persecuted are other Christians. The stuff doesn't happen. Stop it. What's next up, gang? I got some stuff here. Let's take a look here. You know what we should do? Why don't we hit on fuckface Ben Shapiro? Now, I've got no idea what he's getting ready to say, but the title interests me. So, Ben Shapiro, why atheism falls apart. All right, gang, without even rolling this tape, atheism falls apart because Ben is going to absolutely butcher Buddy, where are you going? Because Ben is going to butcher the definition of atheism. 
for the one billionth time. What is so hard about letting members of the club define the fucking club? I saw a snippet maybe Monday or Tuesday and Steve McRae was doing his thing. And he had quotes from philosophers and all this other stuff. And great. And I've already already told you, when you play Steve McRae's games by Steve McRae's rules, Steve McRae always wins. I'm not mad at him. I've got no beef. That's what he does. I respect his pace. He, I told you, he and I have talked about it. There's no hard feelings. Go, Steve, go. But I heard him say, you know, there's no such thing as an agnostic atheist. Okay. You guys know what I call myself? An agnostic atheist. I don't need Steve's permission nor anyone else's permission to call myself what the fuck it is I want to call myself, right? So these discussions continue to go down. Hold on, buddy's about to lay down, so let me move my drink. There you go, dude. These discussions happen because people are defining atheism for atheists. So whatever Ben is getting ready to say, one, it's Ben. Two, Again, without even listening already, he's going to fuck this up. Let's cue this up. Hold on. You guys ready? Where is it? Let's roll the tape. Or not. And, and I think most Christians believe this too. The idea of having a moral atheist is not really a difficult idea. Yeah. It's the idea of having a system built on atheism that's completely immoral and will fall. Pause the tape. Ben, stop speaking English words out of your mouth. Well, thank you for saying it's not too far-fetched to have a moral atheist. Thank you? But then again, to have a system built on atheism. Stop. How many times must it be said? That's a nonsensical statement. Atheism is not a set of beliefs. It's not a moral stance. It is an answer to a single question, and that is, do you believe in God? And that's it. Can we have a system built on the hair club for men, on geometry, on shoelaces, on volleyball? No, we can't. You want to know why? None of those items speak to morality and how to build a a well-oiled system. And so again, having a system built on atheism and that system will fall apart, it, I would say he's partially true, but what he said just doesn't make sense. Again, what is so hard about letting members of the club define the club? Roll the tape. Art, almost immediately. And the idea of having a moral system built on atheism, if you examine your atheism closely enough, I think falls apart. I think that moral atheism is basically you separating your morality from your atheism and then ignoring your atheism in pursuit of the morality. Pause the tape. Stop talking, Ben. I know he's got 19 degrees from PH, uh, from Harvard. He graduated from Yale when he was five years old. He's written 9,000 books. He's the smartest man on the planet. He's the dumbest fuck face there is when it comes to this topic. If I examine my atheism carefully, I've already done it. And all it says is, I don't believe in a God. 
Christians, in this case, the Jews, when are you guys going to stop talking and when are you guys going to start listening? How many times must it be said that atheism is not our worldview? I've got a worldview. And if you would like to discuss it, I would be happy to sit down and talk. But no, no, you guys are going to continue to rip these videos out of your booty hole, post it, and say, R-O-L-F, Rolf, L-O-L-P-O-N-D, I own the atheist, own, shut the fuck up. Two, three. That was about three and a half sneezes for a buddy. Back on topic. Believers of all flavors. If you ever want to learn about atheists, you should probably ask an atheist. Or you can continue to do what he's doing. And that's just playing the game by your own fucking rules. Roll the tape. Which is, well, you can live fine that way. That's fine. But I don't think. Okay. You know what? Pause the tape. No, he's on Dave Rubin's channel. Gang, please just stop. Dave Rubin is garbage. If you don't know who he is, one, congratulations. Two, the grift is strong with him. When you're sucking, gang, I watched a video where Dave Rubin is sitting across the table from Ben Shapiro. And he's asking Ben, you know, would you attend me and my husband's wedding? And of course he answers no, because I can't support something that's immoral. And he just sat there and he smiled in his face. Gang, if you said that to me, we would stop being friends. We would. I told y'all. I hadn't told anybody. I tend to play things close to my chest. Me and the person I was dating at the time, she was pregnant with my baby. And you know what? We weren't married. I had no intentions of marrying her. She had no intentions of marrying me. It just wasn't who we are. We didn't need that. If that's for you, fine. I already told you all the little fucker didn't make it. That blows. But I remember talking to this person at work. And she started talking about, I actually remember who it was. And this person got pregnant out of wedlock. Woo! Illegitimate this, bastard this, that kid's going to be fucked up. And I just sat there and I listened in the back of my head. All I said was, my kid will never meet you. My child will never meet you. You will never babysit my child. You, you won't, right? I already told y'all, I'm that dude. When I think that I am right, I am like a dog with a bone in its mouth and that bone still has prime cuts of meat on it. She didn't realize it, but she was talking all kinds of garbage about my daughter. And I was like, well, you're done. My point is, if you sat there and you said that shit to me because the person I was dating at the time, she was white. And it was like, <clears throat> you know, I just don't believe in interracial relationships. I mean, you, niggers, African-American to stay with African-Americans, white people to stay with white people. I'm like, okay, we're done. We're absolutely, well, I mean, you guys aren't like the other ones. We're done.
Dave Rubin is a grifter. How can you sit across from a man who sat there and said that your marriage is sitting on some bullshit? He's also friends with Candace Owens and all the likes and everything else. So this conversation just went straight down the toilet for me. And you got Ben Shapiro sitting here talking garbage about atheists to Dave Rubin. This conversation has got no credibility. Just wrap it up. Roll the tape. Logically sustainable. Um, in, if you actually examine the core of your ideas, but and, and I think most Christians believe this too. Pause the tape. End the tape. That was the end of it. Who cares? If you examine your atheism logically, blah, 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 again, believers, if you're ever ready and willing to have an honest conversation, look us up. Look us up. Then maybe we can have a conversation and maybe you'll learn something, right? Getting the next one up. I, I heard a little bit about it, but I had to hit on it because, again, it, this is projection. The people who call everyone else snowflakes are the biggest snowflakes that have ever snowflaked of all the snowflakians, right? It, 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 cancel culture this, blah, 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 blah. You, you are the biggest purveyors of all the things that you claim to hate. Freedom of speech. <laughs> Gang, nobody wants to ban more books than hardcore Republicans. Right? To me, it's real simple. If there's something in a book that you don't like, don't pick up the book. Seriously. But... Gang, there's a fuck face that wants to ban books that talk about divorce. Now, I am a divorcee. Gang, divorce happens. And it's ugly. You are basically living through your own death. You, you, if you do it right, you get a good... Your death, what I mean by that is a part of your identity is you are somebody's husband. You are somebody's wife. Part of your identity is that, and it's a big part of your identity. And now that is gone. And you do, you now you got to reset and try and figure out who you are without this person. Divorce is ugly, right? You guys have seen me bust on my ex-wife. And all that's genuine. We're not friends. I do not lay awake nights, you know, praying for her death. I may joke about it on Twitter. We're just not friends. Right? I'm, there's a picture that has the same caption every time. And it's just like four foot bat with like what seems, looks like a nine foot uh, uh, wingspan. And it's hanging upside down on somebody's house. And the caption is, you know, what do you do if you come home and you see this? And I always joke as we're like, who gave my ex-wife my, my home address, right? That being said, I had a good marriage. I actually did. Let's just say right up to the point where she lost her effing mind, I had a good marriage. And the part of marriage that hurts, gang, the best advice I was ever given on relationships was from my position coach in college. 
I don't know why the fuck we even talked about this. But I remember Coach Rocco saying, the person who brings you the most amount of pleasure should also be able to give you the most amount of pain. In other words, that's how vulnerable, that's how open you need to be. That your partner has all your soft spots and not only do they not press on those soft spots, they protect those soft spots, not just from others, but from you. I've always said, no one can punish me more than I can punish myself, right? And so a partner that knows where I am soft, where I am weak, they would protect me from even myself. That's how vulnerable, that's how raw you need to be, in my opinion, because I think Coach Rocco was right. If you want your relationship to work, you got to be open. Now, again, I don't like my ex-wife. I don't. I don't call and talk shit. I don't send bad text messages. We just don't have a relationship. If I wanted to absolutely destroy her, I could. I know stuff about my ex-wife. And that's all I'll say. You want to know why? Because she was my wife for 13 years. And what I know about her, I will take to my grave. Even in divorce, you can still show respect. And what she has shared with me that I could use to hurt her, I'll take to my grave. I don't even tell my fucking dogs, right? My point is divorce hurts. And if there's a book on it, yay. We need to tell kids that there's all kinds of families. Sometimes families are... People who are divorced. I'm sure some of y'all have lived this life. I personally haven't because I don't have kids. But yes, sometimes it's my mom and dad are divorced. And now if you're the mom and the dad and you have some maturity about yourself, you know what you're going to say? I love our child more than I dislike you. So even if we have to put on an Emmy Award winning act, that's exactly what we're going to do. But our failure as a couple should not negatively affect our child. And they're probably making the damn kids books about it. Because I haven't seen this bullshit yet. And it's like books where talk about Johnny has two dads. Johnny has two moms. Gang, I just can't think of a scenario where getting the facts is a bad thing. Let's just cue up this stupid ass tape. It's going to be all kinds of fucked up, but hold on. Let's just make sure everything is good to go. All right. So gang, I ripped this from, um, the young Turks. I love their content. Look them up, but they're talking about Tudor Dixon. I know the name. She's a gubernatorial uh, candidate. I do believe in Michigan. This should be really bad. Roll the tape. In gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon wants to ban more and more types of books, it seems. Audio just came out where Dixon suggests that even books about divorce shouldn't be on school library shelves. Progressive PAC American British 21st Century released the October 2020 soundbite from when Dixon was an anchor on far-right streaming network Real America's Voice. Take a listen to the horror that her daughter had to endure. 
when my daughter was in first grade. She got a book out of the school library, and it was a book on divorce. And it was something about having two different homes. And by the end of the book, the little girl had been told that, you know, you get to have Christmas at both houses. So my little girl picked that book out of the library, and her parents were not getting divorced. And my husband and I were trying to figure out how to get her to stop worrying about something that wasn't going to happen. Pause the tape. Let me tell you something. Fuck your kids. Fuck your kids. Again, congratulations. And I've got no jokes. And I'm glad Tudor and her husband, and I hope they stay married. Because again, gang, divorce blows. The only place that divorce is sexy and vibrant, the movies. Right? What? What is, you know, you sit there and you get the close-up shot and you're... When you find out you're getting a divorce, there's like a six-minute fucking sad song montage. Then you got to the next scene, what happens? You're having sex with someone five times hotter than your ex. You get a call from your accountant like, hey, uh, I just don't know how it happened, but it's all on the up and up. Your net worth, you're now worth $70 billion. Go spend away. It's all legit. It's on the up and up. Then you live happily ever after with your new partner. That's not how it works. Divorce blows. Trying to calm her daughter down. So what? You sit down and you have a discussion with your daughter. Yes, baby. Sometimes marriages don't work out. Me and your father were good to go. Don't don't worry. This is just a book explaining that yes, sometimes, and I'm sure some of your friends, this is what they're going through. It doesn't mean that's what we're going to go through. But again, it's this whole I don't want to teach my kids about homosexuality. What do I tell my kids? Fuck your kids. Gang, there are two lesbianic couples. One is right there. And the other one's on the other corner of my block. They got kids. From what I can tell, their kids are happy and healthy and whole. Why should they suffer? Because you are part of a heterosexual couple. They shouldn't. What am I supposed to tell my kids? Some age-appropriate information. You going to show them lesbian porn? Or are you going to say, you know what? Sometimes two girls fall in love and they get married. That's it. That, that's what you tell your fucking kids. Well, mommy, are you and daddy going to get a divorce? Nope. That's someone else's home. Not this one. That's what you tell your kids, Tudor. Roll the tape. And I remember he and I both going, why was this something that she was just able to pick up off the shelf? Because it caused an unnecessary anxiety in her life, thinking, am I going to end up having to go between two homes? Pause the tape. Once again, fuck your kids. This book is causing my child undue anxiety. There are no words to describe how much I do not care. I don't care. So your kid is uncomfortable. Therefore, the kids that need to see this information, they should be made to suffer. Tutor, I do not care. Right? Sit your brat kid down and you talk to your child with honesty and sincerity. Sometimes, yes, baby, parents get divorced. No, me and your father, we are fine. That's what you tell your kids. And you give her some fucking ice cream and you tell her to go play outside. Why is this a topic of conversation? Roll the tape. So 
it's just a perfect example of we need parents involved and there are resources that are helpful for a child that's going through it and if they're not going through it it could cause anxiety oh no pause the tape don't care pause the tape in the tape this this could cause my kid anxiety so what First and foremost, you're going to assume that it's going to cause your kid anxiety. And your kid gets a little bit stressed out. Again, tell them the truth. Baby, me and your dad, we are not getting a divorce. We're in love. Things are fine. This book simply describes what happens sometimes out there in the real world. Yeah, sometimes marriages, they just don't last. But me and your dad, we're good to go. We're good to go. You don't have to do the separate Christmases because... Me and your daddy were married. So we're going to have Christmas right here in this house. You're fine. You're fine. You don't stress out. So because little girl Dixon has anxiety, again, gang, the divorce rate for couples under 30, it's almost 16%. This information needs to be available to kids. But because Tudor Dixon's daughter got anxiety and stressed out, everyone else's kids apparently maybe now have to be ass out. I just don't see it that way. I really don't know a situation to where getting the facts about life is the lesser option. Again, to wrap this up, if your kid is stressed out thinking that you and your husband or you and your wife are going to get a divorce... Because they read a book that was accessible in a public school. Sit your kid down and explain that you're not getting a divorce. That, that should be the end of the story. Gang, we got one more. We got one more. And it's fuckface Ted Cruz. I've got no idea what this is about. But it says Ted Cruz tries his hand at comedy and fails miserably. That's because no matter what Ted Cruz touch, it fails miserably. And he was on The View the other day. And again, it depends on which station you watch. You're either going to see Ted Cruz failed miserably or Ted Cruz owned the libs. Right? Gang, Ted Cruz is garbage. He's a horrible human being. And I've told you a million times, if you're going to sit there and watch another man dog your woman, fuck you. You don't get to call yourself an alpha man. Ted Cruz skated on the estate that needed him, Texas, during the freeze. And when he got back, he blamed his daughters. Oh, no, and that's not it, gang. Apparently, he's been a slimy sack of shit quite since forever. They interviewed his college roommate, uh, LeVar Arrington. Holy crap. That was one scary-ass dude. I loved watching him play. And he got to have sex with Serena Williams. Way to go, LeVar. 98 to 90. Man, I'm old. He still looks good, gang. He still, they retired him. He's in the Hall of Fame. He just made the Collegiate Hall of Fame. You're looking good, my man. You're looking good. Where was I? Back on topic. Ted Cruz. They interviewed his roommate in college. And again, even back then, Ted Cruz was slime. Now, gang, I just queued this up. And for whatever reason, it's Lindsey Graham and Herschel Walker on the screen. This is going to be bad. 
Roll the tape. Our guys up, but what is, it, what is it about this guy? He changes the entire narrative of the left. We're a party of racists, Sean. Me and you're a racist. The Republican Party's racist. Well, what happens when the Republican Party elects and nominates Herschel Walker, an African-American black... Pause the tape. Stop it. Again, it's a whole, you know, what? escape the Democratic plantation. Democrat is a party of... Ra- Again, stop it. Despite what Candace Owens says, the Southern switch actually happened. If you don't know what that is, you've got homework. And I'm not going to sit here and say that, you know, Republicans are just blanket racist. I'm not going to say that because I don't believe that. Now, some of their bigger talking heads? Yeah. But then, well, the other talking point is, um, what, blacks can't be free thinkers? Again, the definition of a black free thinker is one that's a Trump supporter who, who parrots white supremacist talking points. So they put Herschel's monkey ass up there. Is it, I can't be racist. I've got a black friend in Herschel Walker. It's like the damn Officer Tatum, right? You, 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 you work for a white man. And, and boss, and he literally said it. He's been good to you. Whoa, whoa, boss, boss, boss been good to you. He don't whip you bad. He gives you fresh vittles. He gives you some shoes. Why you mad at balls? That's what this is, gang. I can't be racist. I, I'm voting for Herschel Walker. Now, I don't know what this got to do with fucking Ted Cruz. Let's find out. Roll the tape. Heisman cl- uh, Trophy winner, right? Olympian. It destroys the whole narrative. John James, Tim Scott, Herschel Walker, everybody a trophy winner, right? Elects and nominates Herschel Walker, an African-American black Heisman Trophy winner, right? Olympian. It destroys the whole narrative. John James, Tim Scott, Herschel Walker. Pause the tape. What does it say when we elect Herschel Walker, a black African-American football playing Heisman Trophy winner? Do you know what he left off that list? Experienced politician, honest man, not a hypocrite. Gang, I didn't win the Heisman, but I didn't suck at playing football. You're having a heart attack. Are you going to call me? The black, African-American, all-American college linebacker? Linebacker? Are you going to call a doctor? Seriously. There's nothing about Herschel Walker that screams politician. Except for the dishonest, two-faced, and fuckface. But no. Again, I don't know what this has to do with Ted Cruz yet. But... If your claim to fame to not being a racist is... You're on the side of Herschel Walker. That's not good enough. Roll the tape. Everybody in San Francisco is going to jump off a bridge. You want proof? Oh, here we go. That Herschel's winning? Just turn on the TV and look at the Democrats and the media losing their minds. Pause the tape. I'm not a Democrat, but you want to know why people are losing their minds? Because... Nothing about Herschel Walker says respected political candidate. Nothing. 
Now, a second woman has come forward to say that Herschel Walker paid for an abortion, even though he's a no-exception pro-life idiot. Not in the case of rape. And there's the, the, the life of the mother in danger. A man who has financed apparently more than one abortion. I mean, give me a break. It's not that the Democrats are losing their mind because a Republican may win. It's that some piece of shit may win. Just roll the tape. Coming after him with everything they got. Pretty soon you're going to be told that Herschel eats live kittens under a full moon at midnight. And that's ridiculous. Everyone knows kittens are breakfast food. <laughs> Sorry, I may have lost you the pita boat there. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. No, it's not. It's not that that joke wasn't funny. The sad part is Ted Cruz has a following, gang. That should scare you. And I've made this analogy before. Donald Trump, Herschel Walker, Marjorie Green, all Ted Cruz. The sad part is, is that they are legitimate topics of conversation. If your friend is continuing, we all have that friend. And if you say no, it's because it was you. That one friend that no, they dated the one person that just would not stop fucking other people. Dogging them out, treating them like shit. The first 500 times they say, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Of those 500, you showed up every single time. Let's go. I rented a U-Haul. I got you an apartment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. About time 501, you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm done. You're like, you know what, I don't care. I love you. You're still my friend. But I'm not making a move until you show me the lease on a new apartment. I will help you move, but you have to be the one now to go rent the U-Haul. I, I can't hear you. Because I'm going to show up and I'm going to try and help you out and save you. No. That's what this is. If you still have to sit here and have a legit political conversation about Herschel Walker, Ted Cruz, this country is not ready to be saved. We are the people who sit here and watch our SO come back after fucking someone else, even though we're in a monogamous relationship. And when everyone's like, hey, Uncle Bobby, you ready to leave her? I still love her. It's like, okay, fine. <laughs> if you ever get ready, you know where to find us. That's what this is. Unless that is Ted Cruz's mother and wife laughing in the background, you should be afraid. But the fact that we're still finding reasons to back the likes of a Herschel Walker, it's disgusting. That was just garbage. That actually makes me upset. Gang, Uncle Bobby has given you a handful of motherfucking problems. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you a handful of motherfucking solutions. What was the first one up, gang? Oh... Gang, the first one up is still judging women's sexuality on some archaic-ass standards. Shut the fuck up. 
Princess Diana from Themyscira did not need me at all. And she's right. If a woman is an analogy to you, you aren't ready to be with a woman. Right? Comparing women to shoes and to locks and to chewed bubble gum. Even though when a man does the exact same thing, stud muffin supreme. Girl does it, slut no whore. No one's going to warn her. So again, that was just ridiculous. There's nothing I can say that Princess Diana from Themyscira did not say first and 5,000 times better than I did. Uncle Bobby, shut your fucking hole. Getting the next one up, I think the next one up, is Christians. Again, shut the fuck up. Where is this magical place that you guys continue to talk about? Where is this magical place that we can go where you are the minority, the powerless, that you're constantly being mocked and persecuted doesn't happen. I was the only Christian at work. I was the only, where? Where? And then you guys always paint non-believers as these ultra-aggressive, hopeless parasites that just want to fucking die the next day. Their life is meaningless. I don't have objective morality. Shut the fuck up. My script will change the moment yours does, Christians. I mean, give me a break. And you don't want to be mocked? Stop having mockable beliefs. Virgins don't get pregnant. Snakes don't talk. Horses don't talk. Dead people tend to stay dead. Right? If you don't want people to laugh at what you believe in, stop having laughable beliefs. Getting eh. the next one up is fuckface Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, shut the fuck up. Defining atheism for atheists. It's the oldest trick in the book. Again, no wonder you guys win all the debates. We can't have a system built upon morality. I agree, Ben. Just like we can't have a system built on algebra, on hair dye, on baby wipes. Because none of those topics speak to morality. They don't speak to how to build a successful system. Just like atheism does. And again, I'm going to say it slow. So finally, maybe one of you will listen. No, you won't. You're going to keep kicking the same foolishness. Atheism only speaks to one thing. That one thing is, do you believe in a God? any god my answer is no i'm an atheist everything else is everything else so again if you guys are ever ready to have a conversation hit us up until then keep doing this garbage and you're gonna just continue to be wrong getting the next one up is tudor dixon shut the fuck up just because you don't want to talk to your damn kids about reality doesn't erase reality. People get divorced all the time and it blows. Some of those people who get divorced, they have kids. And because she does not want to explain reality to her kids, other kids have to suffer. Yeah, that's just not how it works, Tudor. Grow up. I don't want Tudor to get a divorce. I hope her and her husband are truly in love and that what they have does not crumble. I would not wish what I went through on anyone. 
And I'm pretty sure mine by comparison was easy. I'm not a big time celebrity. I, I don't have kids. It sucked. But I didn't have the extra added stress of what are we going to do on Junior's birthday? Who's taking Susie to basketball practice? Do you get her for Thanksgiving or do I get him for... But that reality is real, Tudor. And there's children's books that discuss this reality. Again, gang, hit me up in the comments. I actually want to know. Name the situation to where being fully educated on the topic is the worst choice. I want to know what that is. Ding, next one up, and lastly, but not leastly, Ted Cruz, shut the fuck up. Again, backing Herschel Walker is just bad. And you heard Lindsey Graham. I can't be racist. I support Herschel Walker. Actually, yes, you still can be. Right? You can't be racist. You watch Diamond and Silk. You like the Hodge twins. You like Anthony Bryan Logan. You like Candace Owens. Again, if you want to know if the black people that you're down with are, again, one, are these the black people that will be invited to the cookout? Two, are they the black people that are going to call you out? Gang, I love having the women in my life that will sit here and say, that was some misogynistic shit. I don't care if you didn't think it was. I'm telling you that was some misogynistic shit. The women in my life challenge me. They do. And I, I, told, I didn't know what feminism was. And I'm sitting here and I remember this one and this person, right? And it was like, you're a feminist. I'm like, I am? I didn't know that. And I remember it was this one over here who said, if you weren't a feminist, we wouldn't be your friend. It's like, oh, I got to look up what a feminist was, right? My point being, right? When you sit here at Jesse Lee Peterson, I remember watching him do a... Okay, got a text. He's sitting there talking about his white producer, James Hake, I think. And James apparently calls him a nigger. And apparently Jesse laughs at it. <laughs> that was a good one, boss. Shut the fuck up. The black people in your life should challenge you. Just like the women in my life challenge me. And all across the board, if there's a subject that you are literally ignorant on and you ex get some feedback, don't dig your feet in. Don't sit there and... No, write that shit down. Learn some new information and change. Herschel Walker makes these people feel good. You, you, you can't be racist, boss. You, you, you like me. I'm, I'm a hypocrite and liar, boss, but I'll suck your dick, boss. And if you get up in the morning and you find out that Ted Cruz is on your side, you're on the wrong side, right? Fuck the whole Ted Cruz try to make people laugh and he, no. All you had to say was Ted Cruz. That was it. The topic already blows. If you find yourself being endorsed by Ted Cruz, you are on the wrong side. Period. End of story. Gang, Herschel Walker 
should not be a legitimate topic of political conversation. Trump, Green, Cruz, Cornyn, Paxton, Jim Jordan. The list goes on. There are people whose names we should not know. And the fact that we know them should scare the dog shit out of you until you don't sleep for weeks. Get your monkey ass active in politics. Otherwise, this shit is not going to change. And it has to change. It has to. All right, gang. The big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Chin and truth. Let's go.